Leanne Pierre with Live with Leanne. Good morning. How are you doing, Leanne? I agree with this Strandfontein in wet clothing smell, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it actually took me there. Uh, and, yeah, I, I never actually thought of it, but, yeah, Strandfontein in wet clothing or wet wetsuit, I think, uh, kind of does it for me. Yeah. I'm laughing because, shame. No, I, 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 I love I'm just going to say, I, I knew someone who lived on by, on Baden Powell and the, mm-hmm. the, the backyard, uh, was literally on Baden Powell. So they got that cool, cold, you know, sea breeze. Wet clothing smell. And <laughs> the clothes never dry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. <laughs> it was Holy Festival, um, or Holly Festival, Holy Festival. How, how would you pronounce it there in India? Um, they and say Holly. Holly, Holly Festival. Holly, Holly. Holly and Festival, uh, yes. I, I saw some of your pictures of you, your husband, your kids, all different <laughs> colors. It was amazing. They absolutely loved it. I'm not a big fan because I don't really like to get my nails dirty with that oh, powder no. because it stays for days and days. So I was kind of just, you know, keeping myself very far from it. And in fact, it started already last weekend. So the actual day of Holly was on Wednesday. But people started from the weekend before that already. So, you know, literally when I went out, I went out, I had to go out in my car as Wednesday was a public holiday and I had to go out and I saw people just randomly throwing. I was like, Oh my God, this is not for me. I need to go back into my house because literally everybody that's outside at any moment, you are a target. So. Yeah, but as as you would have seen uh, from my photos, that my husband and my kids absolutely were in Mm. their elements. But you've also been focusing and you've been quite active recently. You've done some road races and um, there is an issue around the lack of of road support for Indian road races. I, we have a, we have a fantastic culture here in Cape Town where the Rotary societies get involved. The marshals are volunteers. Our road races. It's a cycle tour this weekend. We have lots of auxiliary exactly support. Exactly. The Chiyas. Yeah, we bring the Chiyas. This is just, there was no Chiyas. So I told you my best friend, Lauren Cansley, who you know very well and is no stranger to the show. She came to Delhi to do the New Delhi Marathon with me um, on the 26th of February. So we were all very excited. I was wearing South African colors from top to toe, like socks, um, T-shirt, <laughs> tights, everything. Um, and we were, you know, very excited, but there was no chaos. There was no support on the road. Um, it was very well supported in terms of water and fruit and, you know, fueling us for the race, but actually people coming out. I mean, the other thing is what it also started at quarter past four, which I think is a bit earlier than what South African road races usually start, but there was absolutely no chias at all. And what was a terrible thing about this marathon, which made it super hard, is that we did the same loop twice. So we actually crossed the finish line as if we <laughs> at the half marathon. So the half marathon is crossed the finish line. We crossed the finish line, and then we had to do that same loop again. And we got to about 32 kilometers less than both of us were like, why do we do this for ourselves? This race is so boring. But, you know, at that point, it's mental. Mm. And then when I got onto this huge stretch uh, a mall that, you know, leads towards, uh, India Gate. So, you know, much like what. Leanne, I hope you're still with us. Leanne, the imagine it. Oh, and, um, I heard the sound of a vuvuzela. I was like, Oh my God, that's my family. I'm going to get my energy back. And, you know, I turned the corner in 
to India Gate and there was Guillaume with the kids all dressed in South African mm. colors with the Vuvuzela. Them, they were speaking they were the support. themselves. You know, people were taking photos of them. <laughs> but they came out and they, and they brought some gears to my race at mm. least. Um, and obviously supporting the other runners on the road. Well, I'm looking to be out on, on the road. On I'm not going to be riding in the cycle door, but I'll, I'll do my, my annual tradition at Something that my dad did with me took me uh, along the blue route, and we would watch the yes. and I'll take my kid on a Sunday. I I have done one half a cycle tour and it was absolutely painful. I I would want to to complete it. I got stopped along the way, um, but challenge I got, yourself. But I got year. absolutely irritated going up. I think it was Weinberg Hill, top of Edinburgh Drive, mm. and. Mm. No, it was it was at the bottom of Edinburgh Drive, and someone said almost there, and I like said, "Stop lying! It's not fair, Mtakhan. <laughs> the race just started. Don't give me this, you know, fake hope, false hope." But anyway, it, it, it provides it brings us here, so we appreciate those people. And also, you want to talk about the hair industry in India? You know what, Lister? A couple of weeks ago, it was about a week ago, I saw an article of with, in British Vogue. That said, to hell with the rules, long hair is now the go-to style for the over 50s. And so, of course, this is a, I mean, you know, growing up in Cape Town, I remember my grandma said, no, 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 women over 40 can't have long hair. You know, it's not a, it's not a done thing. And I remember subconsciously before I turned 40 years old last year, I, um, I cut my hair actually just a shoulder length. So not very short, but I cut it. And so I'd been conditioned to thinking that, you know, you have a limit of, of how long you can live long hair for. But of course, Everybody wants long hair now, and everybody can have long hair thanks to this enormous human hair industry. Um, and so I've been doing quite a lot of research on this, and this industry is enormous, mm-hmm. Lester. And it's very interesting the kinds of different kinds of hair. And Indian hair, you know, human hair um, during the pandemic especially has increased in, you know, in, I don't know, people wanting more Indian hair. Obviously, China was closed for a long time, sales dropped. Um, but the Indian hair is seen as a lot more flexible. Um, you know, the weaves that you are able to make from human Indian hair, uh, you can straighten it, you can color it, you can style it uh, however you want to do it. And it also lasts for up to one year. But the interesting thing, the figures that I was looking at, just India's um, human hair industry is worth about 770 million U.S. dollars. That makes up an industry currently at about $3.5 billion. So they've got quite a big chunk of that industry. But it's expected to more than double in the next four or five years. So it seems not just because people want to, uh, you know, want long hair, but also this, they're saying that the hair industry is going to be growing because of an increase in people having more hair-related illnesses, so that them losing their hair due to stress. And so, you know, that's why this hair industry is growing. And I just think it's completely fascinating that, you know, in India, um, hair is so, so important and they're spreading mm. their, their, their beautiful hair all over the world. There was a the Chris Rock documentary, Good Hair, delves a little bit into the Indian mm. hair industry. It is an economic driver, adds to economics there, but there was also some concern on exploitation and people even... For sure, for sure. So just like all other supply chains, there's a huge question about, you know, how they're sourcing their hair. Mm. And so a lot of the big companies, especially those that are exporting into the United States, for example, 
they have to follow mm. very rigorous supply chain management rules. Um, so most of them will, of course, so mm. source them from pimples, mostly in the south of India. Um, but I think the more the industry grows, the more the spotlight will be mm. placed in it. So you don't have, uh, of course, you will always have chances in the industry. But I think the more the industry grows, the more the spotlight is on it, um, the more people will actually see that you need to be looking at these human rights issues related mm. to these as well. Leander Dapasompier, she joins us again next week from Delhi, India with Live with Leanne. Thanks so much for joining us.